Welcome to the Family Health and Hustle Podcast, where sharing our stories, common experiences, and best practices about balancing family, practicing good health, and reaching your goals can help you feel supported, bring clarity, and guide you to the life you want. So if you're ready to challenge yourself, your health, and the hustle around you, then consider this your community. Now, let's welcome your host, Anthony Hernandez. Well, good morning, and welcome back to the show. I appreciate you joining us today, and uh, I'm excited. We, we've had a string of really good guests on the show that have shared amazing stories and uh, everything that they've learned, and I know that's resonated with uh, many of you, and if it hasn't, then I can't wait to see what future guests do resonate with the journey that you're going on and maybe some of the challenges that you're facing. But for today, I wanted to kind of jump back into my story and the history of where I've come from and some of the things I've learned and, quite frankly, what has brought me to this point where you and I are talking. So family, health, and hustle. We've talked a little bit about all those things, but I wanted to kind of mention, kind of dive into the hustle side a little bit more. And the reason is, is because, first of all, if you're at home listening and don't really care to have a hustle, <laughs> that's okay. Just interchange the hustle with maybe hobby. Whatever it is, it doesn't have to be something that you're generating income for or that you have a goal to make money with, uh, but just maybe something you you want to do for fun or something you're passionate about, uh, whether it's a sport or it's a, a craft or whatever it is, uh, something that you enjoy doing and that you would love to improve as you as you do it. You love to grow and kind of get to a higher level of whatever that thing is. But for me, a hustle does kind of surround a living for me, the things that I want to spend my life doing, uh, the things that I find joy in doing. So in order to understand that, I think I've reflected a lot on my hustles over the year and why I have a desire to pursue kind of my own thing and, and really uh, own it and be in charge of it and manage my own destiny with that. And part of that is, I think it goes back to the hustles my family initiated and was a, that I was a part of growing up. And so I want to give you a little bit of backstory on that and, and help you understand kind of why I do what I do. So as I was younger, my dad participated, my mom and my dad participated in little businesses when I was really young that I would not have even understood at the time. But as I got older, my dad... I've mentioned this before that my wife and I invested in a small frozen dessert business. We have a little food truck, hoping to expand that this year, uh, where we do Italian ice. And I'll dive further into that later in a different episode, but it's interesting because my, my dad, when I was in middle school, he started a little Italian ice business. So my family originates back from New Jersey. That's where he grew up, and New Jersey and Philadelphia, him and my mom, and he brought Italian ice out here uh, to, to Utah. That's where we're located, to, to the west. He thought there was some opportunity for that, and so he started a little a business doing that, doing special events and doing that, and I got to participate in that as I was younger. And that was, geez, that was probably, it actually may not have been in middle school, may have been closer to high school, or maybe started like the ninth grade and, and kind of went into high school. But um, I got to participate a lot in that, and I really enjoyed doing that family business. Now, it's definitely manual labor. It's definitely showing up, setting up, doing a lot of stuff, being there throughout the day. But it was 
really fun and I really enjoyed it. I knew Jack Diddley squat about the business side. I just liked showing up and, and working and I thought it was really cool to have a family business. Now, he did that for many years and he actually, shoot, he probably did it for like 10 years, if maybe not that much, but give or take a few years. And I, and then he offered it to me. My Well, he offered it to any of his kids, really. But my wife and I were newly married. And he said, hey, do you, do you want to do this? And again, being newly married, young, I didn't really know anything about business. I said, no, there's no way I could do it. Plus, I was living in, a, living in an apartment. I wasn't making much money in my day job. I was taking, job was taking up a lot of time. And I just thought, you know, I couldn't focus on it. But prior to that actually ending, so he, he was doing that. Prior to me getting married, my family started a restaurant. And again, pulling from those East Coast roots, they did a sandwich shop where it was uh, cheesesteak sandwiches, uh, Philly cheesesteak sandwiches. And I got to participate a lot in that restaurant for, for several months before I ended up taking that mission that I had mentioned in our last episode as a missionary. But I got to really participate Again, not so much in some of the business side. I got to participate more in the operation side of operating and helping manage the team, manage the processes to the restaurant. Again, a lot of hours, a lot of labor. There was one time where my family had to go out of town and I, I stayed and I worked open to close every day and I did the cash deposits or the cash counting and, and the whole shebang. Uh, a lot of work. But what was interesting about that period of time when I was, well, let me back up here. When I was serving as a missionary, I was thinking a lot about that. I was like, can't wait to come home, participate in that restaurant, help to fit, help it grow. Again, knowing virtually nothing about business, uh, I was just excited to be a part of the operation side. And when I came home and ended up not working out and my parents decided to part from that venture, and I was bummed, of course, but it was a great experience. And then from there, I thought I wanted to make a career in restaurant management. So I, do I dove into other restaurant companies and, and got to learn a lot of lessons using their money. <laughs> Not mine, thankfully. That's the best kind of lesson to learn is when it doesn't cost you personally any money. But I got to have a lot of experiences with running restaurants, managing them, managing P&Ls, inventory, you know, scheduling, hiring, firing employee benefits, incentives, your cost of goods, everything, everything that comes with running a restaurant. And it wasn't a full-scale restaurant, but it was uh, like a fast food uh, restaurant or um, fast casual, one of them was. So the reason I bring up those first hustles, though, is because something was missing for the last several years. From the time I left my family's restaurant, from the time they parted, all the jobs I've had, something was missing. And what I realized as I reflect is that as I was going to work, again, I was there all day flipping cheesesteaks, cooking steaks, cutting bread, you know, that kind of stuff. There was not a single day that I didn't like coming to work. Even though I wasn't really even making, I mean, I was making okay money. My parents were fair in their, in their pay and it was a small business. So I was making my ends meet, which were like virtually nothing at the time. But they were paying me fairly. It wasn't a ton of money. I was pulling a lot of hours. Like, I don't even know how much I made per hour. Probably didn't even matter. I think I was like a salary. But I just, I never hated going to work. I loved it. Even on bad days, I loved it. Even on days where it was crazy busy, I loved it. Days that were slow. I just loved it. I never complained going to work. In fact, I enjoyed getting there in the morning, 
unlocking the door, running to turn off the security system, and just smelling that restaurant, that kitchen. And it didn't, it didn't necessarily smell great. I mean, it didn't smell bad, but it didn't smell like, it wasn't like fresh sandwiches. It just, there was a smell to it, like equipment. <laughs> and I just really loved it. And that is something that honestly has ruined me. And I say that jokingly because like every job I've had since then, there, there would be excitement with doing the job. I'm a very loyal person, so I would get with the company and I would work very hard to make whatever it was that I was in charge of to to own it, to excel at it, to be profitable. Sometimes I was successful, sometimes not so successful. But eventually, that excitement of the new company or whatever, I mean, it always wears off. And I'm sure a lot of you at home experience that as, as well. And there's some of you that probably don't ever experience that. Or maybe you're okay with that. You just accept it. Like in the quote unquote entrepreneurial world, there's like a negative connotation with a lot of people towards those who just work the nine to five. There is nothing wrong with working nine to five. There's nothing wrong with working with other people. And I guess when I say the entrepreneurial world, I mean, maybe that's really like, there's, there's kind of like two segments of that world. There's the people that are like, really creating businesses and really diving in and doing things. And then there's like this other segment of people that are entrepreneurs, but really they're just unemployed and don't worry. And I'm not, that's not a diss on them. I am like half foot in there, half foot over here. Like I have one business generating some money and I have some other businesses that are just consuming. They're not really making any money. So I'm kind of like kind of employed, but a little bit, but also halfway unemployed when it comes to my business ventures. But there's these two sides. I think those who are really in the business side that are generating the income and they're they're doing a great job. I think for the most part, if they're excelling at a high level there, you know, they got nothing bad to say about anyone that's working the nine to five and that that's just what they want to do. They want to go, they want to clock in, they want to work, they want to clock out, come home, enjoy the time with the family. Nothing wrong with that. And then there's this other side. Again, maybe some of those people that are getting into the newer thing of entrepreneurship, I guess. I mean, maybe getting into like real estate investing and, and different things that some of it's a little cultish, to be honest with you. And they, there's like a negative connotation towards people who work that nine to five. And there's a little bit of that. So when I talk about this, if you are happy and satisfied with what you're doing, good. That is perfect. There's nothing wrong with that. I hope, like I said, I hope you interchange hustle with hobby. I hope you have a hobby that you enjoy and that you want to work hard on. For me, it's the hustle. And for me, I was perfectly fine just growing up accepting that nine to five was the way it is. I mean, kind of always wanted to own my own business. I didn't really know what that meant. I always wanted to be an actor. Okay, that's nice. But it wasn't until I had experienced that family business and then got into, I would say, the corporate world where I started realizing like, why, why am I like, after a while, like some of these jobs are just like, Neh. yeah, there's some growth potential. I could go from a, a shift manager to a general manager to a district manager to a regional manager. And for a while, those were things I aspired to. And then after a while, I look back on it and I'm like, I don't, I really don't care. I don't know if I would have been any happier as a district manager over a general manager, or if I would have been happier as a training manager over a district manager or regional or whatever, or a supervisor or whatever. 
And I started shifting to where like some of the positions I've had recently where it's like, hey, do you want to be a manager? And I was like, no, <laughs> no, thanks. I'm not interested in it. It's more work than than it is worth it, right? If I aspired, then sure, I would I would love to be a manager and I'd love to grow that ladder. And and if you if you're that person, good, good, do that, grow, 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 enjoy. But for me, working at that family restaurant, I think it ruined me. So as I look back and I say, why am I like getting miserable at some of these jobs after a while? It's not affecting my performance. It's just like eventually I'm not excited about it. But I'm loyal. So that's also the hard part. I'm loyal to the business, so I'm not wanting to jump ship every couple of years. But at the same time, I'm losing excitement. And I think it's because of that experience I had at the family restaurant where I was like, no, it didn't really matter what I was getting paid or what I was doing or how many hours I was working. I just, it felt good. It felt good to participate in something that I really got to help grow. And it was a family thing. So I, I mean, I, I could have got fired, but I mean, I think it was, I just felt safer there. Like I, maybe I wouldn't get fired or laid off as easily. But that experience really changed my perspective. And ever since then, I've wanted to do my own thing. And it took me many years to kind of figure out that, hey, that's actually what that feeling was, is I should try to do my own thing because you're not going to get fulfillment in some of these other areas. Again, nothing wrong with that. That's just me personally. And so some people would look at maybe some of the experience I had in between. And, and I think I did a little bit to this to a point where I kind of was like, oh, I'm wasting so much time. Like I need to be creating my own business or my own hustle and doing all this stuff. When in reality, like I said, I was just learning I was learning and essentially being paid to learn and experience. So I don't look down on on those many years of, of working for these other companies because I got to jump in and learn many, many things and have lots of experience that I think many people don't get to have. And there's people that have way more experiences than I do that I'll never get to have. More of the story is like, Look at your journey and your path, and especially as many of us are a little older in life pursuing these goals, and we're not old by any means, but just, you know, we're not 19, you know, with, with a clear goal in, in our mind of this is what I have to do, unless you are 19 and you're listening and you have that goal, then sweet. But I think a lot of us don't, and there's a tendency to look back and maybe think that we wasted some time. I know for me, there's days where I get down on myself a little bit, and I'm like, man, I've wasted so much time. I've pursued certain things or imagine how much further ahead I could be if I was had just started when I was 22 or 23 or 18 or 19, whatever. But you can't get down on yourself. You have to be excited for what you've learned and the path that you've come on and the things that you've grown through. And again, maybe you are young right now listening at home and you're trying to figure out what you want to do and maybe you're doing something that's not super exciting. Use that as an opportunity to learn with someone else's money, <laughs> right? If you're, if you're thinking about starting a restaurant and funding it yourself you're, and you've never done that before, you're going to make a lot of mistakes. So while you're formulating your plan, you should go work for another restaurant because it's going to be, they're going to be paying you to figure out these problems and there's chances you're going to make a mistake. And again, it's not costing you personally any money. So, but anyway, I mean that those two things, they're such a blessing, and I jokingly say they were a curse because I got to participate in these family businesses and had so much fun and learned a lot and worked very hard that for the rest of my life I've been trying to duplicate it. And that's kind of where my goals have started taking shape, and 
I've been honing in on them within the last several years because that's what I want. I want that. And I started really identifying what what allowed me to have that in the past and, and trying to shape that now in the future. And in my current life is having that that experience where it doesn't necessarily matter how much I work. Obviously, I don't want to work a lot because I have kids, but if I have to work hard, it's for a bigger reason. I strive for that, but then there's also things that I pursue that excite me. A lot of people will do, a lot of people approach me with multi-level marketing opportunities and, and sales positions and things, and, and all that's great. And a lot of those are, are great opportunities to make money, but they don't necessarily really excite me. So there's kind of two parts of that for me. One is creating that environment where I can work hard for a purpose and feel really good about it, no matter if I'm putting in five hours or 50 hours. And then there's this other side of kind of linking that with something that excites me, like a brand or a product or something that people want to have, not just, you know, vitamins online. That's not my thing. If it's your thing, that's awesome. If it's, it's just not my thing. But I guess what I'm really trying to get down to and, and nail in on this conversation is be grateful for the journey that you've been on. Even if you've been through some hard things, look back at it and, and learn from it and find those moments that have made you very happy, those milestones, those flag posts. We've called them a number of different things on the show. And think about what went into those moments. What, what's everything surrounding those moments? And how can we take those things and apply them to our journey today? And be strategic with the things that we go after. Now, maybe you're going after something that you've never gone after before. You hear about people that, that go to school for a long time for something and then they just end up not liking it. I hear that all the time. Like people who go to be something specific and they just are like, ah, it wasn't for me. That happens. And, and really, you don't know unless you jump in and do it. But the same thing for you. If you're doing a hobby or a hustle, I would look back at your life and see, like, what is it that if you've had moments that you really enjoyed and you would like to make your life more like that, I would look very close at those moments and what surrounded those. And then see how you can apply those things to your hobby or your hustle. Because I think what you don't want to do is you don't want to go running towards something. And I've done this. You don't want to go running towards something thinking that that's going to make you happy. And then when you get there, you go, ay, 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 this is not necessarily making me happy. I think about people who want to own their own business, and I'm in this category. And then we build a business where we're doing most of the work. And then really what you did is, and rather than just working for someone, now you just own a job that you still have to perform at. And that can be a little discouraging. So take the moments in your life that you want to replicate and you would like to make that more, like make your life more like that and put it towards and around those goals and those hobbies. For me as, a, as someone who wants to own a business but also has gotten a lot of joy from flexibility in jobs that I've had or flexibility in family businesses, I want to make sure I'm surrounding the, these things I'm going after with that. Because there have definitely been times having a frozen dessert food truck it's me and my wife in that truck for a lot of hours. And I had a little bit of a of a aha moment where I was like, man, this is a lot of work. And what did I do? Did I jump into something I was I shouldn't have jumped into? Because it's just it's a lot of work. 
And for a brief minute, I was like, oh, man, did I make a mistake? But then I think about all the cool stuff, all the exciting stuff about that business that I love. And I go, nope, 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 nope. I didn't make a mistake. I just have to shape this business more like these other things that I enjoy. I enjoyed some flexibility. Okay, what do I need to do to make this business a little more flexible for me? Okay, well, maybe I got to hire more people. Maybe I have to train them better. I have to create different processes. Okay. not None of that's going to be easy. But this is where pivoting comes from, I think, as well. Like, the idea isn't bad. The goal isn't bad. The hobby, the hustle, it's not bad. But the way I was pursuing it, that's where I need to pivot a little bit. I need to change a little bit. So, again, the point of today's show is just learn from what you've been through and take that and put it towards where you want to be. And I hope... Uh, a little bit of that hustle story of of doing the Italian ice and the and the cheesesteak restaurant. I'm doing the Italian ice stuff right now in our own business. Uh, pardon me, wants to restart a cheesesteak restaurant too, but I'm really telling myself not to do that. And there's a lot of reasons why I can't. But one of them is my wife. She's like, "Well, you relax. You just need to chill. Okay, one idea at a time." <laughs> but that's a little bit about why I'm here, and that's. I think part of the reason why I want to share this stuff with with you and and create this community because some of this stuff's been really hard to figure out on my own. And I've had a lot of good people that have shared some of their time and experiences with me. And if you haven't had that yet, I would hope that you get that from this community and that we continue to do that where we can share experiences and share time and help solve some of these problems for you or realize or even point out that here's some problems that might occur before you get there. Because there's been times in my journey where I looked down at how much time I had used at other jobs and wasted some other time. And and it was up to me to really just after many years to figure out like, oh, actually, that wasn't a waste. That, that, there's a lot of cool stuff I'm learning. I had to kind of look back on everything I've learned over the course of 15 years to be like, isn't it crazy that these few things that were all independent and isolated, all of them contributed to something I'm pursuing right now or the success of something or the growth that I'm having. And it's easy to give up in the moment if you if you don't have that perspective because you don't realize what you're doing, how it affects the bigger picture. And so that's a little bit about why I'm here and what's led me to this point. And I encourage you to do the same thing. Look over the course of your experience and Maybe you don't have much experience yet, and that's okay. Go into these experiences and and down your path where you're learning and and having these opportunities with that mindset of what can I learn today that will help me in the future. That's something that Lauren Gardner talked about a little bit about learning something today that actually ended up contributing in the future. And I I thought that was a great, if you haven't listened to that episode, that was a great interview where she talked about that. I just wanted to hit home on that again and, and give you a little bit of backstory about where I'm coming from and and some of the experiences I've had. If you've enjoyed this episode, please help us push forward and grow this community. Help us invite other people who might be on this path at the same point as we are, as I am. Or maybe they're a little further ahead. Maybe they can provide a lot of insight. Maybe they're a little further back. And this just provides an opportunity to have some conversations and, and encourage them to say, keep on going. Keep on going. Every Anytime I, I face struggles, I think of that picture of there's two guys digging underneath the ground and one guy's like, like super far from the gold and he's digging and then the other guy's like just a foot away from the gold like this underground stash and he's walking away because he gave up 
And if you know someone like that that's just in the rut of it, please invite them to the show. Share the show with them and and let them be a part of the community so we can uh, learn from each other and grow together. There's a little bit more about me. Italian ice has been in the family for a while. Cheesesteaks have been in the family for a little bit. Maybe it'll be in the family in the future. We'll see. Depends if anyone lets me do it. Who knows? Who knows what the future has to hold for us? Who knows what the future holds for you? All I know is I'm excited and I'm excited to be together and talk about it and, and learn about your stories and your experience and share my experience. And, and it's exciting. The path is exciting. So thank you so much for joining me today. I look forward to talking with you next week and I'll see you then. Thank you for joining in today because pursuing a balance between family, health, and hustle can feel a little wacky sometimes. So we need to learn from each other. And with a simple click to subscribe, we'll invite you back to our next episode. In the meantime, download our free ebook, Six Secrets for Success at FamilyHealthAndHustle.com. And remember, we're on this journey together.